Welcome to the Inglorious Bards. We are back with season four. Woo! Thanks so much for joining us. We are here with a brand new season. If you are new to the show, this is the place to jump in and start. We have all new characters, all new setting, all new adventures starting from scratch. Uh, so glad to have you here. Uh, we've been doing this a long time. We're having, uh, we've been having a, a lot of fun over the last few years and we expect season four to be an absolute blast. This season, we are taking off to the stars. Our heroes are members of a group called the Prophets. Prophets are a small group of honorable men and women who protect a region of space known as the Nova Alliance. Prophets are part police, part spies, part diplomats, and part soldiers. They are the prophets. Let's get a quick introduction to each of our prophets, and we will start with Professor Fineglass. Professor Fineglass. Professor Fineglass, at your service. As a humanoid in, in appearance, uh, he's the dean of the academy for the Naval Alliance, for the Alliance Naval Academy and the prophets. Uh, quick wit. Quick reflexes and quicker in bed. <laughs> All right. And we have another member of the Prophets, and that is Script. Uh, I am Script, a tall, bold human, appearing android, who, when not being awkward, is busy fixing the ship and everyone's gear to keep us going. Nice. And we have Zoma. Da. Zoma Nosorog. I am a six foot six creature. I believe you humans call it hippopotamus. What is what right, is? right, rhinoceros? Rhinoceros. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Anyway, with my uh, steel-tipped horn and spitter SMG with M two O four break action grenade launcher, I remain focused on the battle ahead and attempt to uphold the values and dignity of profit. Fantastic, and we have our mystic Velu. Velu Igama. Traveling the stars with my compatriots, I am one of the few with the wielding knowledge of what in this world would be called magic. And uh, I hold off the darkness as best I can, hopefully keeping my allies alive. Great. And we have Dr. Pastuza. I'm Pilsner Pastuza. Smart guy. Medic, personal savior, in that order. <laughs> Great. And last and certainly least is Ash. Yeah, hi, fellas. It's uh, no need for introductions around here. I'm, I'm kind of well-known around this area. I'm a bit of a rocket jockey, and I can fly pretty much anything with a stick. And if it doesn't have a stick, it has a steering wheel. I could probably fly that, too. And if it doesn't have that, I'll improvise. Nice. Those are our prophets. Uh, we expect the season to be flying to faraway planets, uh, having crazy adventures, running into weird aliens, and I'm sure no problems will happen whatsoever at any time with these crazy players that we all know and love. 
We are playing the season in the rule system called Mutant Chronicles 3rd Edition. I'm going to give you just a real quick rundown on how that works so you can follow along with the story. Um, each, Everything that's done within this rule system is based on a skill. So a character might have a stealth skill of, say, 8 or 9. And what each of our players are doing when they have to make a, a roll to check to see if they're successful, they roll two 20-sided dice, and their job is to see if they can get one of those dice to equal or lower than their skill so if they have a stealth of eight they want to roll an eight or less on one of those dice if they do they succeed and they pull it off what's great though is if they get both of those dice to be equal to or lower than their target number that stealth that stealth skill of eight they get a bonus what's called a momentum they do something beyond and extra really cool and they can do that to uh, maybe fix a ship faster or do more damage by using that extra momentum that they rolled but in addition to that, they can bank that momentum into something called the group momentum. It's a pool that all the players can use. So if we have Zoma, our rhinoceros soldier, and he shoots someone really well and rolls extra successes, he can bank that momentum for the group. And then later on, someone can use that energy of the scene and he can use that for their role. What can they do with these momentum? Well, they can buy extra dice. So instead of rolling two 20-sided dice, they might buy three or four or up to five dice using that group momentum from the pool to roll on a really big roll. On the flip side, though, there's me, the Game Master, and I have Threat. I start the adventure right now with around 12 Threat, and I get to use Threat to also buy dice for my bad guys, so I can do nasty things and even trigger special abilities. The final thing with dice is that the players, if there's no group momentum left to spend and they really need to pull something off big, they can give me threat to buy extra dice as well. So they get that big moment and they get the extra dice and pull off something huge, but they may pay the price later because they've given me extra threat, threat that I can use against them. That's all that we have right now for you to enjoy the show. They're rolling, trying to get as many successes as they can. They may bank it for other people to use. I may spend threat to get dice to use against them. Uh, if you want to know more how the rules work, check out the next uh, episode right after this one on your podcast or your YouTube channel, and we'll have a much more extensive video about the rule system if you want to dive into the mechanics. That's all we have for our introduction. The players are ready. Lots of dice here are on the table itching to be rolled, and we have a whole galaxy out there ready to be explored. The adventure begins!
Whipping through the forest, an old train races dangerously down rickety tracks. Tree branches sway heavily in the wind before they're smashed by the oncoming locomotive. The train, made up of just an engine and two other cars, is a fortress on wheels for the local raiders on this world. The windows of its cars are covered in sheet metal decorated in vulgar images and profanity. Spikes jut out from the front of the engine and dark smoke belches out of its smokestack. Atop the middle car, a machine gun in an open turret rotates around as the train smashes through more tree branches. A mohawked raider in the turret lifts dirty goggles off his eyes and peers through the trees back down the tracks. Something's out there. Maybe one of the huge flying creatures that hunt in these woods. Maybe something else. Bursting out of the trees, flying off a short cliff, a speedy open-top truck lands hard on its six wheels. It bounces onto the tracks behind the train. Four heroes cling to the truck for their lives as it swerves dangerously to avoid a huge tree. The driver, Ash, a human with a big smile, yells to his friends. Woo! Come on! That was a sweet jump! Got the train in our sights. In the back of the truck, a rhinoceros-looking soldier with a large horn and thick hide shakes his head to clear his senses. You're going to get us killed before I get the chance to get us killed! <laughs> Not a chance, Oma. Everything's going according to plan. Ash suddenly swerves hard to avoid a tree. A branch smashes off a side-view mirror. The truck then swerves back to chasing after the train. Sitting next to Ash is a hairless android named Script, who turns to his friend. If you continue driving in this reckless fashion, you may make me vomit. What are you talking about? You're a robot. You don't even eat. I... We'll find something to regurgitate. Ash looks over at the android and smiles. Three. Three! Oh, crap! The truck swerves hard again, this time bouncing onto the tracks. The wheels vibrate painfully along the tracks. The truck drives under the train's trailing smoke. The last of the heroes, Dr. Pastuza, a tiny rat folk just a few feet high, stands up on the back seat. All right, everyone. Let's focus on the mission. Remember, get on the train. Find the creep, get it off the train, and do it all before make it back to the me back back to their base. Uh, roughly, how long do we have before we get before they're back at base? Uh, approximately 6.2 minutes from now. The mohawked raider in the turret on the middle car of the train punches his buddy and points back down the tracks at the pursuing truck. The raider lowers his goggles back down and takes aim with his machine gun. Six minutes, no problemo. Heck, these guys don't even know that we're right behind Machine them. gun fire erupts and bullets spatter across the hood of the truck. Oh, butterscotch. Ash pulls hard on the wheel and sends the truck careening off into the woods. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. They don't know they're right behind them, huh? The truck races between swaying trees. This is not the mission. This is not the mission. Bullets blast apart the glass windshield. 6.1 minutes remaining. You're not helping. The truck races <laughs> alongside the train, but the forest is choked with foliage. The only gap ahead is between two massive trees, but the gap is too small. Ash guns the engine even harder straight ahead. Threes! I know. Threes! I know. Threes! I uh, know! The truck speeds straight at the small gap between the two massive trees. More machine gun fire erupts from the train, chugging down the parallel tracks. There is no way we're fitting through that gap! I got this. The truck runs right up to the gap. Zoma, the rhino soldier, holds his gun and closes his eyes. Dr. Pastuza, the rat folk, drops back down to the floor of the truck and covers his head. The android script closes his eyes while calculating the odds of survival. 
Even Ash, the human driver, grips the wheel and closes his eyes as the truck slams between the two massive trees. There's a metal screeching sound and the other side view mirror is shorn off. Everyone is knocked around the open top truck, but it bounces along the forest on its six wheels, safely on the other side of the gap. The last to open his eyes, Ash slowly looks around and smiles when he realizes he hasn't killed everyone. <laughs> uh, see, I uh, told you I got this. Dr. Pastuza sits up and looks back at the damaged trees. I gotta hand it to you, Ash. You pulled it off. I did Smash! A low branch cracks into the rat folk's head and sends him tumbling off the back of the speeding truck. We appear to have lost our doctor. Zoma, the rhino soldier, reaches back and finds Pastuza hanging desperately to the back seat, his legs flailing off the end of the truck. Zoma pulls the rat folk back into his seat. I got him. We're good back here. Don't worry about me. Train, creep, back in the truck. 5.6 minutes remaining. Ash turns the truck hard straight back towards the train as the raider on the middle car reloads his machine gun. Woo! Let's light this candle! Zoma, the rhino soldier, opens a small grenade launcher attached to his submachine gun and loads a single grenade into it. Oh, we are definitely good back here. Off in the far distance where the tracks come to an end, the metal walls of the raider's fort can be seen. The train belches smoke and picks up speed down the tracks. The truck with our four heroes closes in. What would you guys like to do now? We are in a battle situation. We have a battle map that is up. Uh, we can display it here for our players on your monitors. And for those of you watching the video live on Twitch or on YouTube, you can see the video here. We have a train that is three cars wide, an engine, and then two uh, larger uh, uh, dining type cars that are there. Again, metal plates, uh, barbed wire draped around some of the tops. The middle car has uh, two raiders well, on a turreted machine gun. And that's what we're looking right now. Off to behind and left of the train are our heroes in a truck. What do you guys want to do? Can you unpause that? Thank you. Uh, Ash is gonna drive the truck up close to where uh, the the back car is. Okay. Is there any uh, platforms or anything that can be jumped onto or or uh, crossed or grabbed? There is a uh, a, a metal, two metal plates that kind of come to a wedge that do have a little bit of spike sticking out the top. It looks like a spot where someone could uh, come out the back door and shoot, but there's no one there right now. So it's not perfect, but it is something. Zoma, you want to get in there? With pleasure. Doctor. So uh, Ash is going to drive the truck up to uh, see if I can get right next to that back car. All right. So Zoma can, can bail out. As you, you, want as you start to drive, machine gun fire erupts. I need you to make a, a piloting roll to avoid it. Uh, Everybody get down. Double check. I was getting Schwarzenegger. I love it. <laughs> it's all of it. It only took two seconds. <laughs> I succeed. You succeed. All right. You are able to uh, drive hard and get right behind the uh, rear car. Machine gun fire erupts. 
you can uh, see not only uh, are, are you behind the car, but there is another raider who is on top of this final car as well. And he's looking over and he draws a raggedy old pistol and it's just surprises all hell to see you guys. And he's waving the others in the middle car to try and help because uh, they can no longer get a machine gun beat on you because you're blocked by that back car. Woo! All right, so that's all you. All right, I will make for advancement. I will make for advancement. Okay, what are you going to do? Um, is it possible to jump onto the rear car? Absolutely. Um, it's possible. It's <laughs> always possible. In that case, I will attempt to shoot at the uh, first bandit. Um, okay. Inside of the... Uh, is he... He's on top of the on top of the rear car. He's about to shoot you. You get to go first. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely gonna fire at him um, with weaponry. Called my spit on SMG. First <clears throat> shot of the game. Ooh, and that looks like two successes. Okay. With That's a, a hit and a nine. Roll your location and damage. Okay. One plus three D, and I get to re-roll a couple of those. We're shooting. We're shooting. We're shooting, and we stop. Left arm <laughs> will receive three plus one point of damage. So four points. Four points of damage. Where? In the law in the arm. In the left arm. All right. He has mismatched reinforced clothing that does protect him a little bit there. Did you use the momentum you got with the two successes too? No. So that would be four. If you want to, or, or you, you can, yep, bank, can it. bank it. Mm. We'll keep it at three, and we bank momentum for a group. All right, so you've done three points of damage. He is wounded. Blood splatters out, but he is still able to keep going. And mechanically, Alistair has banked that extra success he rolled for the group that other players might use uh, for their purposes later on. Great. Uh, any other player want to take an action? Ash is gone, and Zoma has gone. Uh, Anyone who's present, not <laughs> not Christopher or Tim, you guys enjoy the show. Master Fine Glass was about to make an entry. Yeah, script will um, kind of kind of like firing over the right shoulder of Zoma will um, follow a couple shots in towards the same guy there with your pistol. All right, with my pistol, uh, and I am shooting, and I have one success on that. Get him, fella. Okay. All right, and that is five dice plus one damage. His pistol kind of rings in my ear. Holy a bit. shit! Hey, watch it. That is eight damage. No, I'm sorry, nine damage. What? what? To the right arm. Jesus. <laughs> I rolled three nice. twos, two ones, and then my one damage. So. Um, yeah. Wow! Wow! <laughs> Let him know the took his arm of right off. So he, had, he started with six, got dropped a three. He lines up a shot, and all of a sudden, this bald head appears behind the rhino, and you blast off his arm. His arm goes flying off one side of the train. He topples off the other, uh, and he is gone. Nice shot. Nice shot. So everyone so far has succeeded on their first roll. No pressure for the other three players. <laughs> well done, comrade. I, I hope you don't. Think I'm gonna jump onto this train off of this truck? Nah, nah, Doc. You stay with me. Uh, Buckle up, though. Gimli, gonna get bumpy. Gimli, him. So, just toss him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will take a shot with my pistol. See how this this works out. Oh, uh, who are you going to shoot? Oh, that's right. That guy toppled off, so we can't see anybody else. Then, um, 
I will ready a shot if we see anybody come into the back of the car. Okay. You ready a shot. Nothing happens that you can see. And what would you guys like to do? Next round. New round. I think we're a new round. Um, You have to get closer. Yep. So, Zomi, you haven't jumped yet? Uh, No, I used my action to shoot. Um... And it would be a major action again to jump. No, it's a whole new thing. What do you guys want to do? Uh, Ash is going to continue to to pilot the truck to get us in so that we can (laughs) get onto the thing. Uh, Ash, make another piloting roll. If you fail, you're fine. But if you succeed with any momentum, you would help anyone else trying to get onto the train. All right. Ah, that is... Oh, my gosh. One, two, three successes. Okay. Uh, you have reduced the difficulty of other people if they want it. You right up against this train as it's going. <laughs> I think similarly to how Chris and I are looking at each other, mm-hmm. Zoma and Script both look at each other like old times and just uh-huh. go, and we just jump together. Yeah. Head <laughs> Isn't that like a Sundance kid? Like they all die though in slow motion. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking Thelma and Louise. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot better. No. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah. So we will make for jump. Yeah. Uh, each of you then leap across. It was going to be a difficulty two, meaning you would need two successes, but your driver's got you right up against it. So it's dropped it down to just one difficulty. You need one success. Oh, nice. Acrobatics. Acrobatics. Acrobatics roll. I have a trait for that. One success. Okay. Oh, the oh, Android yeah. script leaps over and succeeds. Double tens. Ooh, two failures. I failed. All right. The android succeeds, (laughs) leaping up, grabbing onto that spiked double wedge protective armor plate hanging off the back. You take one point of damage to an arm, your choice, as your hand is pierced, regardless of armor. I uh, have a trait that I would like to use. Uh It's called graceful. I may reroll 1d20 when making an acrobatic test, but I must accept the new result. Which... uh... You need to let me know what crits. Uh, uh, right arm. One point. Nine. Did the reroll help? It's still a failure. All right. All right. Zoma, Zoma leaps and comes up. Can short. I grab his arm? What would we do for the? I'm gonna say you can grab his arm, but he's a big dude. Can you hold on to the yeah, mass? Let's a, make it. That's a good whoa, question. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's make an athletics roll. It's dangerous territory. You go, I go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but please don't go. <laughs> I will make bridge for you all. Uh, what am I rolling? Athletics. athletics. Where is athletics? At the bottom, bottom right. Uh, right. Okay. Sure. This is gonna be fine. Uh, zero successes. Zero successes. Uh, you Where you go, I go. <laughs> <laughs> I will follow you. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> so you're you're letting go. <laughs> well, I mean, I failed. I mean, I'm gonna hold on. You're going to hold on unless I would then also be going with him. That would then be, I will let go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> then I will let go. I'd like to point out you also have hero points. Uh, we do have hero points. I think it's a little late for me to use my uh, hero yes. point, I think. I w- I actually, I will use one of my hero points to... Do I get to re-roll both? One? How does you that work? You must re-roll all. Okay. Very good. I will <laughs> gladly re-roll all. So, uh, each of our players here have two hero points. We've seen these in previous seasons. They are really powerful in this game, and Chris is using one of his two hero points for this uh, session. It allows him to re-roll all the dice. All right. And here we go. He's not the Thank strongest. You. Re-rolling. <laughs> Trying to hold on. With... 
Two successes. Much Whoa. better. That was about to get interesting. And I'm going <laughs> to use my momentum to like get him up and in position, ready to go like past me. So I'm now past behind you him. and the spikes. Yeah. And both of you guys are now safely just outside the door of the rear car. Train. Yeah, and the train just keeps on going. The fortress I got is your back. off in the distance. You have my back and you have his whole right arm. You you literally have an oh shit button. <laughs> <laughs> Doc, you okay back there? I'm, I'm great. As long as you're not telling me to jump. Definitely try something else if you can. All right, hang on to this. Distract them. Hold on to your butts. Uh, Ash is going to uh, accelerate the truck and go up towards the end and then do an immediate swerve, uh, Fast and Furious style, okay. around the, the tail of the train to go up near the side of the train All right. to distract further information while these two try to get in. Okay, so you're getting close to the side, racing along. And then, and then get right up alongside, correct. All right, right racing along. The guys in the rear, I assume, are trying to get through the door, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. All right. Uh, the door is locked, then unlocked and open as a raider is standing right in there, surprised to see you. However, on the side is our truck racing along the side, and uh, you're going along. You make your way towards the middle car, and Dr. Pastuza, you do see something of interest, and that is a flailing wild mohawk guy flying through the air landing in the back seat of your truck with you he has a large knife in one hand going yeah lands right next to you and uh what would you like to oh, do I'm shoot him with pistol okay yeah. uh you are in very tight uh, quarters you would normally have a penalty for shooting there but pistols uh cancel yeah, that's that the only reason i'm doing it all right One success. One success is a hit. Go ahead and roll your damage. Hey, Doc, shoot that guy. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> uh, so I got uh, two to the right leg, and then um, I rolled a six, a which that doesn't do anything. Doesn't do anything unless your weapon triggers. So two uh, to the right leg. All right, bam, you shoot. Blood splatters a little bit, gets on the back of your head. Uh, ash. Uh, ah. The bullet oh, fires. Plus, uh, three, sorry, yeah. Two plus one. Two three plus damage, one? Three damage. I take right. that all back. He goes, ah! Lands, gets shot, killed, and falls back out. It was a huge difference in damage. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. And he goes out. I'm even going to say maybe he survived just a little bit, but then gets caught up in a little bit of train goodness <laughs> uh, as it keeps just, on going. <laughs> I feel bad. In the back of the train. Uh, the door opens and a, a raider is looking at a giant rhino and a man-looking android. Yeah, and, and he has surprise on you, but you guys also have surprise on him, so it kind of cancels each other. <laughs> yeah, we, the, the door opens. We just, room <laughs> service. <laughs> and uh, I will attempt to uh, ram him with my horn. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Going to gore him. Love it. So our rhino do, does have a I horn. I will enter the room with him in front of me, <laughs> essentially. He's put a lot of points into this, I believe. Uh, yeah. Horn. Target number. Is, ooh, I rolled a natural 20. So that's a repercussion. That is. Did you succeed at all? Or is I it did not succeed at all. Just a repercussion. Uh, you too close. Why is very excited. In this situation. Oh, wow. I'm soaking up a lot of hero points early on. Two down. Okay, so he's using that to re-roll all his dice. 
re-roll all dice. Uh, with two successes. Okay. That is a hit, and you do pretty decent damage with that I weapon. I do. I do one plus five dice of damage. And he can re-roll a few as well. I can re-roll one. Uh, one. Yep. I believe this is one. Okay, you gore this the guy. This is also armor piercing, by the way. <laughs> That's a very important information. Well, you get a sword, though. Ooh, I can only re-roll <laughs> one. Of course, they all hit dead. Jeez. Almighty. Uh, two points to the right leg with five dice roll. Okay, and you still had a, a momentum that you rolled. Extra. Uh, so three points. Three points. Three points. You gore mm. the guy. You gore him right through his heart and pull push him inside. The android script follows in, just casually closes the door behind. <laughs> yeah. uh, the guy struggles. Nice he pounds on your chest and then just ends up hanging limply a foot off the ground, draped on your horn. That is I killed. I appreciate it. Bothersome. <laughs> I'm just waiting for him to like slowly rip. Apart. <laughs> uh, script is markedly avoiding looking at the uh, specific gore there as he's uh, searching for, um, I guess the like to get into the next cabin or whatever. Okay, uh, in this car, car uh, there's two cabins. There's a door that splits the middle of this. Uh, in this car, you see there are beds, really tight beds with scraps for curtains, uh, barely, and they smell awful. There's a uh, bucket in the corner you don't even want to go check out. It's really nasty. Uh, there's a door that splits the two that is open in this rear car. You step into there, and you see what is uh, essentially a small kitchen area with some more bedding uh, and the food they have in there looks like weird scavenged large rat things on sticks that have been cooked hey sorry <laughs> <laughs> sorry i totally forgot read the room <laughs> totally forgot uh, uh and presumably we have a goal here of what we're doing you do you are looking for a small crate astus has been yelling it for like the entire time a very easily identifiable crate of quite some value you've been sent on your very first mission as prophet it was in the script you have the same name <laughs> script is like i'm sorry can i get a i was, uh, I was confused I'm, I'm going to my trail. this is unacceptable i'm off script already <laughs> um yeah, so script is moving forward looking for this box for the crate. All right, you're looking around the kitchen area. Um, well, not in the kitchen, but I'm continuing to move forward. For me, please. That would be in the next car. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you open up the door. You start heading in the next car. What you see as you step out, blast of wind, the loud sounds of the train. Uh, there's another door to the middle car. And as you approach, you can just see the tip of the machine gun on the turret of the middle car moving. Uh, and... Ash and Dr. Pastuza, you don't quite see it in time. The guy has disconnected it from the turret, lifted it up awkwardly, and is blasting down upon the two of you in your open truck with his machine gun. The good news is he's not a strong guy. He only chucks one die. The other good news, it's not designed for this, so he has difficulty two to pull this off, so he has to roll very, very, very low. Very well. uh, however, I am going to spend one of my threat points and buy an extra die for the poor guy. The bad news is if he hits, it's a freaking machine gun uh, raining down on you guys. Here he goes! Machine gun comes firing down. My, my first roll of the game, and it went off the table. That doesn't, Your dice is on the floor! That doesn't something. Yeah, no, I got more dice. I'm just disappointed in myself. No, 
<laughs> I'm, I'm sassy. <laughs> All right, rolling the other die. Uh, he blasts away and hits only the car. Oh! The truck is hit several times for not too much damage. There is a pop of a tire on the near side, but you still have five left. Um, but he does not hurt you guys. You guys duck down. Metal fragments go everywhere, and he will continue firing on you guys. Anything you want to do, you two. No, oh, I'm an abs. We got to get this done sooner than later. We may need to bail out of this truck. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> Um, and, uh, <laughs> Pastuzo will fire at him with his little pistol. All right. Machine gun versus pistol. Yeah. Hey, they do a lot of damage. <laughs> they can't. Zero. All right. Success. You fire up. Bang! Bang! Um, Ash, you do anything in particular? Uh, do I have to make any rolls to, like, navigate the truck with the one tire? Because it's got five still, no, right? No, you're fine. So, no, no modifier. Uh... Ash is going to reach under his driving console where the steering wheel is and pull out his Veslian AR okay. that I just keep next to me, right? Just, just in, in the shotgun spot. All right. And uh, whip it up and take a shot with it. Uh, what? How many hands does that take? That's a great question. I don't have any Three. particular thing. It's unbalanced. <laughs> Size uh, is unbalanced. So is, is that a two-hander? No, unbalanced. What's your strength? It's super high. I'm super physique with a seven. Pretty sure that's really high. Wait, what? What? No, that is not it's high. Not, oh, that is shoots. not high. It is not high. I mean, high. I feel pretty strong. My dad told me I was a stronger than average. Um, this was your assault rifle that you had. It, it is unbalanced. You need strength nine or higher to wield it with one hand. Uh, I I reach down. I realize I can't pick up the best thing by myself <laughs> with the steering wheel. <laughs> <laughs> and I reach inside the inside uh, pocket great. holster instead and pull out the pistol. You have a pistol? All I, right. I have a Ronin 45, and I will target, aim, one eye, one eye, so splitting eyes and, and making my shot. All right, you take a shot. Difficulty two for you, my driving friend. Mm, okay. It this was his hot. sister, his dad said, was the uh, Ashley. Oh. <laughs> and that is oh, it's one success. All right, bang! You shoot. You hit a uh, You hit through some of the plates on the, of the metal they have on the side and shatter some glass in the middle car, right where our script has just entered. Uh, you are now entering the middle car. Oh, that's weird. Uh, it is <laughs> a uh, darker car. Uh, in there, you can see there's a bunch of crap that is stored in here. Some boxes, some crates, some tied up bundles of metal shards. Uh, that they're saving for something, uh, copper poles. Uh, I'm assuming Zoma, you're following yeah, in behind. Following Anything you. immediately mechanical stand out to them? Like, the you train. know, I mean, like in there in the boxes or anything, there might be a little bit of a distracted moment where uh, script is like kind of interested in whatever's going on around them. Yes. Um, you see, there is a, a nice, high quality, modern, so futuristic uh, looking repair kit. Uh, that they have somehow stolen. They have no business with it whatsoever. This will come in handy, and he'll take that. Zoma, as you see him doing that, you see movement. Each car is separated by a door in the middle, and you see there is a guy standing there, uh, a raider, with a double mohawk on like 45-degree <laughs> angle of his head, and he has a uh, spherical grenade in his hand. This is in the next car? He's in the, the other half of this car. He's oh, in the where front script half. Is. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I look at him. Oh, this is a level two mohawk. I see. Uh, <laughs> I also have a party toy, 
and I will just kind of tilt my grenade launcher up at oh him. <laughs> Again. And say, and I, I'll, so you're about I'll, eight to 12 feet at, at most distance wise. But, but I'll say to him, this train isn't big enough for the both of us. Get out. He says, die, you bastard! And is going to detonate his grenade unless you're really scary. Make a persuasion roll. Difficulty two, please. Difficulty two. I don't think you're the most persuasive. Persuasion, you underestimate. One success. One success. He says, die, you bastard! And he Detonates his grenade right before he does. Any last second things you guys would like to do? <laughs> duck, dodge, dodge. All right. Duck, uh, Take cover. Dip, dip, duck and dodge. Each of you guys can make a acrobatics roll, please. Um, yeah, one for him. Oh, nice. Mm. Two successes. Wow. And I'll give one. Success. If I have momentum, I'll give it to. I got uh, one success, and I have a momentum. Okay, what would you guys succeed with your bonus? And he did not roll well at all. With your bonus, you are able to kick the door closed, sliding <laughs> between. There is a detonation of a small plasma grenade. You see a flash of redness, and there's a little window that blasts out. You guys duck as some flame goes through. You guys don't take any damage, but the door is now fused in place. That will detrimental and uh did you get the repair kit i i have it okay uh back I, on the side of the train <laughs> uh, i hope the box wasn't in there what are those yeah, doing? Are you, <laughs> don't worry about us <laughs> you see a head pop out a small window <laughs> Pastuza, you still have uh, machine gunners going to be raining oh, yeah. down hell I'll, upon I'll you. Take another pot shot. Good luck. Oh, one success. Get him, Doc. Three damage takes him down. Four damage to the torso. Yeah. Is enough. You blast him. He drops, falls down, and gets wedged between the truck and the train. Where's his machine gun go? What, Polik? <laughs> <laughs> his machine gun is gone. Is gone. Okay. Tossed in the air and arced into yes. your hands. He's caught in between both, gurgling uh, blood, and then Ash just kind of goes a little bit more left into the train and grinds him away. Uh, yeah. Ash! Welcome to season Am four. Am I good at this? <laughs> yes. Exactly can. as planned. Oh, that's weird. Back inside the middle car. Uh, Verifying, do we have comm links? To each yes. Other? Okay. No. I don't think it was established. Um, oh, that's a good question. <laughs> uh, that. Yeah, you're calm. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> there we go back the way we came and up, because um, like the like our one way through is, is now there fused. A, is there a way up? Is there a trap door in this cart as well? No. No. So yeah. we'll go back out through the door behind us that we went through and up and over. Like right. Mission Impossible Rush Hour 2 Mission style. Impossible yeah. Rush Hour. I was thinking more Marty! Uh, for <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to avoid that reference. <laughs> Just on the nose. Yeah. Yes, I will absolutely climb on top of the 
train. All right, Zoma, you go back out. You open up the door. The wind blasts you. You climb up and pull yourself up, and you are now on top of the train. You see there is uh, the truck off to your side and a grinning-looking small rat folk doctor who seems to be twirling a gun on un- uncharacteristically. <laughs> And uh, behind you, you help up uh, um, script the android and bring him up um, top as well. The bandits, um, they're gone. Okay. <clears throat> there you go. You are on top of the area. You were where that machine gun uh, turret was at before, mm-hmm. uh, but it is uh, no longer there now. And the engine is up ahead. And you guys are mm-hmm. making your way forward. Did we you guys blow that box up? What happened? It should be fine. No. Minor incident, no worry. Don't don't be concerned. We got the bonus prize. If uh, anyone's still keeping score, Doc here's got the highest kill count. Now, how do we get to main engine room? That must be where Box is. Script, make an observation roll. Uh, one success. One success. You see just in time a raider who has come out of the front engine, the last car you haven't been to, has climbed up onto your middle car and is flying through the air at you. You were able to dock. Duck, Zoma, you are hit. Um, Zoma, on your nine. Uh, you are hit and tackled by this guy. And go ahead and make a acrobatics roll to see how badly he's got you mounted or not. Two success. Oh, that's pretty good. Uh, you are able to uh, do a little Kirk throw with the leg <laughs> up over you, and you send him flying, and he loses his knife and is able to grab onto the side of the car, struggling, and you are safe on top. Script starts Our, kicking his Well, yeah, he's almost just going to like walk over and stand <laughs> on his hand. Yeah. He goes, no, 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 don't do that, no! This little piggy <laughs> went to hell. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Are we the baddies? <laughs> <laughs> yes, episode one. Should be asking that already. <laughs> it should be established. Yes. The noble, honorable—I believe I described the prophets early on. I am upholding the dignity of the prophets with this little piggy ghost <laughs> in this money. Little piggy. <laughs> Oh, you're still there. This little bit. <laughs> he is kicked off and <laughs> goes rolling down. Up ahead, you see the fortress is getting closer and closer, the weird raider fortress of wood and metal, uh, and that's where we're at right now. I need to slow this train down, and we'll start to head towards the engine room. All right, you head towards the engine room. There you see uh, is Pistol a- in hand. As you drop down into the engine room, you see there is a woman there, a woman raider wearing tattered clothes. She's got weird piercings up uh, one arm. She has a uh, wicked curved knife in her hand. She is uh, standing uh, with one foot on a box, and she has rammed the controls with uh, the other to speed the train up dangerously. Give us the box. You do not need to die today. The box you can see is uh, decorated in very official-looking governmental symbols, not of the Nova Alliance, but it is the one that you're looking for. I do not want to kill you. Script, do you have situation under control? You don't control me! (laughs) We stole this! It's ours! Be that as it may, is it worth your life? She swings at the air with a knife. Kick me the box. And I will leave. 
and you can get to your base. Otherwise, I will be forced to kill you. It is not something I want to do, nor will relish, but we'll definitely do it. <laughs> Go to 10. Um, make a persuasion roll. Persuade roll. Uh, where is persuasion? Personality. Right. Per- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Zero. Oh, uh, a t- uh, one, a one, but I don't have the the, the bonus credit. Yeah. On so it. a single success. All right, that's enough. She backs away, steps aside from the little crate, and slides it towards you warily. And script will slowly come grab it. Thank you. And turn around and leave. Before you do that, she does nothing and lets you go. Okay. <laughs> you turn around and leave. You are back up on top of the mill car. Fortress we, is looming up ahead. We have the box. Let's go. The gate is opening. This crickety old metal gate to allow the train through. Running out of time. Let's Running go. out of road. And script will run for the yes, car. Will Make for jump. Or the shotgun seat to let them. All right. The you see to... several raiders in the fort opening are trying to wave to get the train to slow down. He's now or never. Let's go. Jump. Jumping over. Make some acrobatics for me. The idol. <laughs> I will actually throw the box right. to them first. One success. One success. Zoma lands safely. Everyone looks to watch the Android A- script. Acrobatics? Yes. One success. And he lands Ooh. safely as well. Cool. We got what we need. Let's go. You peel off and drive off to the side and turn back towards the uh, heavy woods as the train goes speeding recklessly into the fortress. Uh, Raiders dive out of the way. Apparently, she does not know how to undo what she has done. And as you drive off, you hear terrible, crunching, metallic chaos sounds. She seemed nice. I hope she was all right. You didn't think to stop the train? (laughs) That she was not my business. Smokestacks. <laughs> I couldn't do anything. It is some time later. Our heroes have boarded a transport provided by the Navy and flown by the Navy, as you do not have your own ship yet. You have uh, flown back to the capital of the Nova Alliance, a planet called Haven. This planet is a beautiful planet as you fly in the small shuttle uh, towards your base. Um, you see the city that um, several of you call home. It is a city called Circos. It is made up of tall, gleaming uh, skyscrapers with beautiful glass. There's parks everywhere. There's, uh, there's, uh, uh, there's a bay with a beautiful glistening ocean. Uh, it's an idyllic place uh, similar to like an evil, happy, dystopian type sci-fi thing, but without the evil connected to it. So it's still good. Maybe a mirror's edge uh, type vibe as well. So... Um, uh, very beautiful, very pretty. As you fly in, there is the tallest building of them all is the Citadel. And that is the home of the prophets where your small law enforcement organization uh, is quartered, where you train, where you get your assignments. And that is where your shuttle is roughly taking you to. You all land beneath this structure. It is a tall, uh, almost Uh, obelisk-like structure with four curved struts that go up. 
and it again towers above the city but underneath it is a large uh, naval shipyard with several uh, destroyers there with multiple massive weapons um, there's uh, rows and rows of uh, ensigns that are uh, being marched and doing drills and training uh, not too far off the shipyard as well you've done a lot of training here yourselves your little shuttle lands, uh, paling in comparison to these giant destroyers, uh, as you guys have a connection, the prophets have a uh, kind of symbiotic connection with the Navy as well. You land there and start making your way towards the uh, elevator and stairs deep into the Citadel back to your headquarters. In the Citadel, there are several areas for training the prophets there are briefing rooms there are there's a quartermaster with some limited storage there are um, there's a courtyard area that has some beautiful grass and some benches for for you guys to chill out and relax and that is exactly uh, what is happening right now with uh, Velu uh, the mystic one of the few mystics that has ever joined the prophets Velu you are Relaxing in some sort of meditative pose within this small gardenish type area. Maybe you have you have an interesting race physically. Can you briefly describe what you look like? Sure. The <clears throat> uh, this race in particular is a large inverted egg-shaped head uh, with a coloring of a, a very dark purplish. Uh, adorned with uh, four very functional eyes and uh, another slit of eyes actually right above this and this typically indicates age uh, more than anything else and uh, uh, very short of stature so the head is almost equal in size to the rest of his body uh, other than that the rest of him is humanoid your race has a propensity for dealing with small psionic abilities and you've taken that further further with your training the quartermaster who goes by the name of looms is a alien with kind of thin appendages with uh, six fingers that are weirdly webbed together uh, he's a fairly uh, positive uh, fellow and he walks in there to uh, find you and find you again in this meditative type uh, space Maybe your, your eyes are closed, involuntarily slightly teleporting just small distances. <laughs> no, because that shoots your threat. Yeah, my, you have to pay me threat to do that. Uh, he walks in. Uh, you can hear off in the distance uh, some large starship taking off that kind of uh, spoils the ambiance, but you are still finding a center to yourself. Looms walks in, and he says, Agent of, of uh, Velu. Uh, I've I've found uh, something for you for, per your request. Oh, am I bothering you? No, not anymore. How can I help you? <laughs> <laughs> he says, uh, you and uh, your, the rest of your lance uh, were uh, requesting uh, some items. I, I don't have much to provide currently, but, but I did have uh, this. It's uh, two old uh, styled prophet helmets uh, for you or your crew to, to use. I'll, I'll keep my eyes open and try and scrounge up more than I can. He hands you two small, uh, very old vintage-style helmets with some profit, archaic-looking designs that will provide uh, a level of uh, soak one armor to a head for two people. To 
normal-headed people. No, it's, it's somehow magical <laughs> and changes, changes okay. sizes. It's sci-fi armor. Yeah. It's uh, Star-Lord. Gotcha, gotcha. Also, we will say, not only do you guys have uh, communications, um, some small earpiece type thing, but we'll say you guys have some cool little neck collar that will provide no protection, but an absolute emergency will automatically kick in a uh, vac suit helmet type thing to keep you protected. Nice. Uh, cool. As well as your normal Prophet-style armor. And it will also have minimal uh, resealing for punctures and that kind of stuff. So you do have some protection. So like if you're in a ship and a hole blows open, you're not instantly. We're not ending the campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Let's give ourselves a little bit of a we relief. We play tested that one. Did not go as yeah. well. <laughs> well, thank you for finding these. Of course. Oh, and uh, I, word has it the the rest of your lance has, uh, has arrived and they're coming back. Hope you came up with a reason why you're not here. Because <laughs> your GM didn't. <laughs> I'm the best. We only had room for four on the truck. <laughs> I could only fit four tokens on that on that graphic. No one wanted to bother my meditation. I'll, I'll, I'll go to the red way. Inside the Citadel of the Prophets is also a main briefing room. This is a almost like a really decked out college type uh, lecture hall. It's got a couple tiers, three or four tiers. On each of these tiers, it's uh, slightly curved, uh, podium, uh, not podium, but little de curved desk sections with computers on them. It could house probably uh, 30 or 40 prophets. Uh, at one time, but there's barely that many at all that exist of you prophets, and they're all scattered doing their different assignments. So it's almost always empty with just a few getting a, a briefing or debriefing at a time. In the uh, central rise stage with where those face where a lecturer might sit, there are three tall chairs, each with their own desks with computers, where the three highest ranking members of the prophets uh, can give information. Here, there is a ranking member of the Prophets. It is your commander, Captain Valencia, is here. And he... <laughs> and he is uh, looking down at a data pad and not making eye contact with Tim, who is playing Professor uh, Fineglass, who is standing before him. Boy, I hope this goes better. <laughs> Professor Fineglass, I, I know you've done a lot for the prophets in the past. Your request is an unusual one, though. You realize this isn't, this isn't a classroom you're asking to, to take on. No, it's... Uh, I've been in the classroom many years now. And uh, I find that I am uh, missing the field. You know that prophets have to make hard decisions in very difficult times. Yes, um, hard decisions they make. But uh, I think I've uh, shown that I've made plenty of hard decisions over my lifetime. You've done some training recently with our new Lance number two. 
I'm not excited about the possibility of you getting hurt or injured. You've trained our people in so much with the sciences, with some of the history. You've gotten our people prepared, and I don't want to lose that skill here for training or even for the Navy. But I also know that you are committed to the Alliance, and I've been given orders to assign you. There's only 40 of them left. That's, I don't think you have a choice, Captain. He looks at you briefly. Tom and Tim are starting this off just right. <laughs> 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 he looks back down. He says, very well. You are now the newest prophet. You've completed and qualified all training. Against my better judgment of the use of you as an asset to organization, uh, you are now a member of Lance too. Keep in mind that you have also not only trained with these men, you have also trained some of them in your very class. They will be looking to you for answers. And I will continue to give them my tutelage as often as I can. Very well. I've just got some new information that uh, may be of use for you and your new team. Uh, go check in with them while I get the rest of the details and have them meet back here in 15. See you then. He doesn't acknowledge you, looks back at his data pad, and you head on out. Probably still better. <laughs> <laughs> Work around. <laughs> He's got a picture in his drawer of Lance one. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a long hair. He's got lipstick on the wall. There's just a picture of a pony with like darts in it. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, in season two, it also took place with the prophets, and Tim's character had a bit of a run in with the same captain. Genetic hatred. So it's the same, it's the same Valencia. It's not his son. No, no, no. It's the same. <laughs> Was it like eight, ten years? Eight years. He has not softened in eight years. You uh, leave that briefing room, <laughs> Professor Fineglass. Can you describe briefly how you physically look? You're a little different, too. Professor Fineglass is uh, a tall in mankind standards. Uh, his uh, head is <laughs> rather big, like an orange on the end of a toothpick. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, I'd really call you more of a mushroom top. <laughs> it's called a no, just me. <laughs> Better than being Stop. a mushroom bottom, am I right? Um, he has uh, Vincent Price-esque sort of look to him with the uh, with the, the the streaked white streak through the the hair, the Van Dyke beard, mustache, facial hair. He wears a monocle. Monocle in his right eye socket. Is it a cyber monocle? It's a wormhole monocle. Just a just a monocle. <laughs> is it an eye or is it just the eye socket? It's uh, to be determined. <laughs> yeah. You don't you don't we, know we any difference. Coming out. Okay. Um, he has no eyes. It's just drawn on the monocle. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's a little pale and wrinkly, so it looks looks rather rather weathered uh, in comparison to you know like a a mankind. But other than that. Uh, 
very humanoid. All right. You walk out of that briefing room where you see your new lance. Each of the uh, groups of members of the prophets are uh, grouped together in different what are called lances. Might range anywhere from two to six people. You guys are the newest lance, lance number two. And you have, uh, as Valencia mentioned, you've trained some of these people at, uh, in your school, uh, in your classroom, professor. But then you've also been out on the training field learning the hard stuff of shooting a back again it's been years since you've done it and you're picking that stuff back up again you see the group arrive uh, we have uh, the four that were just uh, returning for their mission and your mystic Velu uh, have all gotten together and you guys are in this big hall the citadel halls tend to be tall 20 25 30 feet tall the floors are polished and reflective stone um it's beautiful hanging from the walls are old tapestries again it's a futuristic setting but it's more of a medieval like style tapestries depicting old famous scenes uh that different prophets have done throughout the years these six of you our six heroes gather for the first time in our in our campaign and then i said <laughs> this train isn't big enough for the two of us. And he killed himself. It was great. You should have been there. We really could have used our floaty powers. Yeah, you would have been able to uh, save us a couple of headaches, I think. Yeah, that's something we couldn't handle, but... Yeah. Well, the, floating we... the floating is purely decorative. Once combat initiates, it deactivates. It's very unfortunate. <laughs> thought well, we did pretty good. Mr. Killer Bones, I mean... Good? No, you did great, Doc. No, all of us. I we went over the combat succeeded. records. Exceptional. Very good shots with your weaponry. Well, Lance two. Ah, Professor Fineglass. Fineglass, Professor. Professor of everything that we know and knowledge of. How are you, sir? Professor not so Fineglass, if you ask me. <laughs> I see you. you they didn't say you look like a drug rusher. <laughs> I see you. I see you've returned from. Uh, the assignment. Yes. And? Mission but success. With but how only one success. <laughs> Not two. How many casualties? Uh, That's a big old un goose egg. Un unclear. How many casualties? It is unclear because they crashed train into their own station. Not nah, goose egg, Professor. We're all fine. No casualties on the lance. How many casualties? Of the others. At least four. Four. Well, four confirmed kills, but we crashed a train into the fortress, so that was probably... This is not bragging rights. What are you supposed to do when they fire at us? Shoot back. Because we're better shots? Eh. We've trained you better than this. It is impressive to note that one grenade was detonated on the train. It all survived with no And you'll notice no it was not my grenade. <laughs> <laughs> He's still holding the He's drop. <laughs> he drops it like Star-Lord. still primed. He hasn't let it go. We did what we must do to complete the mission, Professor. I, un I understand. But we must do better. Always striving to do better. That's yes. what I've taught you. I'll, I'll set it to stun next time. Yes, Professor. <laughs> yeah. I don't have that. Yes, Professor. But in the meantime, we have this box. And I want to know something. 
what's in the box. <laughs> God, I don't know if I'm going to get tired minutes. of that or if I'm going to love it. 23.2 minutes. <laughs> Wait for that one. <laughs> well, <laughs> script. Captain Bugatti has asked us to uh, reconvene with him in the auditorium. Yes, we will see what Captain has to say about the briefing. Let us go. Does Fine Glass have the uh, the negative uh, for some response to uh, uh, some enemy in the midst or something like that? He has. I says, have an enemy within the prophets. During his character generation, he made a random roll that created a, an enemy within the prophets. It just happens to be Captain Valencia. <laughs> <laughs> Yet to be determined. <laughs> Direct superior. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be fun. They fragged me. <laughs> All right, the group heads into the briefing room. Uh, you bring the sealed small crate, uh, and uh, who, uh, Professor, you immediately recognize. It. I'm sure, but you guys have had several days of uh, traveling through space to get back here. You've all recognized this uh, from the Eclipse Domain, a group, a governmental group of planets uh, north spacewise in the galaxy of you uh, that are qu in quite a Cold War standoff with your alliance. Um, so you have uh, some of their governmental property that you were sent Eclipse out. Eclipse Domain? Yes. Uh, which that actually really bothers script because he's had some run-ins with them in the past so um, he's actually then in that case avoided the box kind of pluggishly all right and don't forget to make note of that uh good use uh, repair kit you're able to uh, mm -hmm. steal yeah. uh you enter the briefing room and captain valencia looks up briefly sees you all in and says take a seat we do sits down before anybody else he does get up, do walks you over. Riker it over the seat. <laughs> just constantly, just like he almost sits in as soon of as there is chairs. It, like even when Professor Feinglass showed up, it Ash's shoulders back, standing at attention. When, when Captain Lindsay says an order, just in the seat. And, and yeah, Riker's over the chair. Riker's over the chair. Okay. <laughs> he uh, takes the box and uh, looks it over. He get looks at his data pads, uh, scrolls through it for a little bit, and gets a code and is able to punch it in and open up the box. And there's uh, it opens up silently. He looks inside and touches two things. We happy? <laughs> uh, anyone who is anyone who has any amount of focus in observation may make an observation test. Difficulty two. Where's observation? If you have focus and observation, no focus. Nope. nope. Okay. Focus is the critical stuff? The green. Yeah. If you have any amount of green, you can make the roll. Difficulty two. Nope. Observation. Yes. Oh, yes. One last chance. The captain closes the box. <laughs> we'll see if the mystic spotted it. Uh, yes. One success. Needed two. Oh, I needed two? Wait a minute. No threat. Okay. Okay. Can I give you a threat? No. <laughs> you got to you got to do it before you roll. He closes the box and says, "Very good. This was this was a critical element to get. This will definitely set back the eclipse." He takes it, slides it, and says, uh, "Job complete. If you haven't been notified by the professor, Fine Glass is now an official member of Lance Number Two." What? Yes, he already yelled at us. Wait a second. But no, he, he just yelled at us as a professor. You're saying he's 
in charge? He is an equal member of the team. He is an agent. So he got demoted. <laughs> it's more of a side lateral. <laughs> <laughs> lateral move. We didn't have the money, but we could give him the title. Assistant to the captain. <laughs> <laughs> That's very close. So, right now, you know that you're, you will be assigned tasks, important missions when they come up. There's also a huge responsibility of you all as prophets to find issues, find the problems, remove the threats to the Alliance before they become a major issue. And I don't have much for you right now. I've been contacted by the local police here in the city. There's an issue they have uh, with a patient at a local hospital that they could use some additional support. And so I'm going to send you that direction. He looks at his data pad. They called not more than an hour ago an issue at Brightview Hospital. Reach out to the local police that are there and see what uh, assistance that they need. Other than that, keep your eyes and ears open. And as we get more information and more critical missions come in, uh, you will hear from it directly from me to report back. Questions? So he's an equal member. <laughs> <laughs> not above me, not below me, but well, maybe a little below me? You are, dis you, you are dismissed. Thank you, Captain. You guys uh, head out. You leave the briefing room, and we will take our break there. Uh, we'll be back in just a little bit. For those of you that are watching live on our Twitch stream right now, please enter a name you. of a character you think should deserve a bonus hero point right now. And when we come back, we will hand that out, and we will uh, continue on with the adventure right after this. See you Goodie. soon. We are back. Uh, our fans that are currently watching on Twitch have uh, intentionally screwed us over by doing a three-way tie for who gets the hero point. Uh, Woo! Three hero points! New. Point. new. Uh, we will go with... More than three people. <laughs> we will go with the uh, what their original um, selection was, and Ash will gain a... Uh, Woo! Nope. I'm so no, sorry. Wrong Ash? I just, that's the wrong one. Oh. Script was the one who there got you it. Go. Script. Yeah, script. Now we're talking. Script. Gains a hero point. Again, these hero points in this system are huge. They can do four or five massive things. We've seen one already of them being able to re-roll their dice, all of their dice, uh, which is great. Okay. Our heroes, the six prophets now as a team, have driven a car, a sure marked naval official vehicle uh, across th the city down beautiful highways past people of all races uh, and creeds there tends to be a much higher uh, percentage of humans here though as this is the home world of humans although they've added other races there tends to be more of them uh, you see them walking the streets going about their lives again passing through beautiful big skyscrapers um, 
people going uh, going about their lives, doing their, their business. There's occasional cameras. There's uh, not a, a, a really big oppressive vibe, but you guys know there is a lot of surveillance here within the city, almost like a uh, uh, England type vibe where every corner tends to have a camera. They, they try to hide them and keep them secluded, but you do know that vibe does exist. And Tom, we're on the we're in the city of Circos uh -huh. on the planet Haven. Yep, this is the capital Correct. of the Alliance. Your car comes to a stop outside of Brightview Hospital. It is a multi-floor uh, hospital of sweet futuristic look. It's got big, wide, long windows um, that are slightly curved outwards. Uh, there are people that are, there's someone who's being wheeled out on a wheelchair that has no wheels, but just hovering slightly off the ground. Um, there's someone tending to a beautiful uh, landscape, even leading up into the, uh, the hospital uh, lobby itself. Ash just Frank Drebens the vehicle across the, no, just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Dirty trash cans are knocked all over. The only ones in existence. Uh, as you bring the vehicle to a stop, you see some uh, little security guard from the hospital about to come over and tell you you can't park there, but then sees you guys are profits and can. How's that for a change in our campaign? So yeah, a <laughs> little respect off the bat. Do we have badges or like insignia? Badges? On, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I mean, uh, <laughs> online, or Who's like that? insignia that on our uniforms. I, mean, I think our uniforms. Like they know. Yeah. Um, you're, so that's going to be one of the things you guys are going to have to decide. You can be wearing nondescript clothes if you're going on assignments. Um, right now, uh, you can certainly be in official clothing. I'm going to assume you guys have ID on you that is of some alternate person some spacer some hauler or something like that that you can show to get through different spots but then you can show it to authorities and say look at the secret embedded blah 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 and then it will have your official thing in there so that way you guys can be secret agents as needed and you're not just caught with a police badge on you uh, that's certainly an option um, shoot, I was going to say something else about that um, you said badges authority oh and you do have to make decisions about interacting with populations. So if you're out attacking a train on a badlands with raiders with spiked mohawks, having an assault rifle and submachine gun's a good idea. Driving around in a city visiting a hospital, that may not be the best appropriate thing. So it's practical. We have to decide we store our weapons here at the you can, you can, or you can leave them in the car if you vehicle. want. Okay, no. That's fine too. I think car is yeah. safe. Bet. Okay. But it's not, you know, medieval fantasy. We just, we either do or don't have our weapons like a cartoon based on <laughs> needs. Like, <laughs> I'll just pull out my rifle. And I would say a general rule of thumb would be we have our pistols on us yes, concealed yeah. um, in common social situations like what we're in right now. And that would be assumed mm -hmm. that we at least have those and not our heavier weapons. My it's weapon is always on me. <laughs> so you say. Yeah, my weapon's strapped to my back if, when it's not like in use. The pistol? No, I don't have a pistol. <laughs> <laughs> my horn. tiny right <laughs> my there horn, the big I put it rhino on my back. back. <laughs> this is my rifle. This is my gun. Yeah. This is my horn, and it's for fun. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, baby. Um, Writing this down. <laughs> episode two. Script is immediately heading to the basement uh, to look for broken equipment. At the hospital? Yes. Okay. Hey, Script. Uh, how would you stay with the group this time, buddy? He's just gone. <laughs> <laughs> Rooting around in the morgue. Yeah, um, okay. no protocol. <laughs> so the six of you walk into the lobby. It's it's nice. It's got white couches that look very expensive, but are somehow sci-fi stain resistant. Uh, there's some meditative chimes that are uh, going off in the distance. There is uh, a big central console, almost like maybe how the 50s or 60s thought the future would look like, some curved uh, receptionist type thing. And there are two... Uh, uh, attractive human ladies who look very similar there. There are a couple, say three generic, very pasty gray, gray looking hairless androids that walk around mopping things up. Script just blends in with them and just disappears. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. uh, no one questions where he's going. Oh, Clip, which one is ours? <laughs> <laughs> we'll grab one D3 <laughs> androids. <laughs> He has mirror image by default. Um, and you guys are in the lobby of the hospital. Uh, Professor Fineglass walks up to the the info kiosk where the two uh, human-esque ladies are. Uh, yes, we've been called Welcome here. Welcome to Brightview Hospital. How can we help you? Uh, Your health is important to us. Yes, we, we've been called here on... Uh, uh, to to give assistance to the the police. Oh yes, yes. Uh, they are up in uh, room three A one. Please proceed. Elevators are located there. Three A one. Very well. And we and is everything okay? Uh, What's going on up there? Three A one. Thank you. Oh. And we walk up to the elevators. I am a medical professional. <laughs> I should know these things. I am doctor receptionist. Thank you very much. <laughs> I can go to seven or years of receptionist school <laughs> to be called human-esque. <laughs> bastard. Uh, all right. You guys all get into the elevator. You cram in there uh, asking Zomo to kind of turn around and face the wall. It's a little tight. You don't want to be accidentally warm. There are no stairs in this building. You have to wait and deal with it. Uh, some gentle uh, Muzak plays as you rise up a couple floors. Which... <laughs> Shush. What is that? Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's the my Brock from Ipanema. What, was that out loud? <laughs> it was. Your mystic is lightly put to sleep by music, gentle music. Just three of my eyes closed. (laughs) (laughs) One's keeping the beat like a musical note on the lyrics. He's floating. (laughs) (laughs) But man, heavy metal. (laughs) (laughs) He also goes insane. Six more eyes. Aroused eyes pop out. Is that what's happening? <laughs> I only have eyes for you. I can see the answer. And we're off. <laughs> Ding! The elevator door opens. Giggling, childish jokes are being finished with the prophets. As you are here at the third floor, uh, you see there's a nurse's desk. There's all sorts of cool uh, equipment and stuff there. You see there are some nurses, uh, a doctor, and uh, two police officers that are a little uh, overdressed. 
not full SWAT tactical gear, but they do have some bulletproof vests on, uh, and uh, that's where they're at. Afternoon, officer. You approach. Uh, one of them turns around and says, oh, hey. Yeah, prophets. Glad you're here. I'm uh, Officer Lawrence. He points to a Terator, which is one of the rhino race that Zoma is. And he says, this is uh, Officer Nybron. Officers, how may we assist? Uh, we've got a problem with a patient uh, over here. And he points towards uh, an open doorway where you... Uh, yes? Pastus is going to dart over. Just head right over there? Yeah. All right. Already just the party splitting off in different directions. Dr. Pastuza, you head over there. Yeah, there's a problem with the patient. He's been uh, uh, acting weird and uh, giving us some uh, strange uh, vibes. The doctor interrupts uh, an older lady in her white lab coat. And she says, uh, hello, I'm uh, Dr. Gadane. Uh, thank you for uh, coming. Uh, we, we definitely need some help here. The, uh, the security situation is beyond our normal security uh uh, compliment and uh, the police here have also requested some assistance. Uh, there was an uh, unidentified boy who was brought in uh, earlier today uh, to the hospital by some unusual people uh, this morning. Uh, there were no contaminants detected on him and only minor injuries, but the boy was acting uh, very incoherent and sometimes combative, so we had him uh, put under watch. Uh, I had him medicated and it did seem to calm him down. Uh, but about a uh, couple hours ago, he started rambling again, uh, and uh, we uh, had a, sh a lot of shorts in uh, his medical equipment. Uh, there was some sort of electrical charge. Uh, we checked him for devices, but we could not find any, but it is clear that there is something, uh, but I haven't been able to detect any implants or, or anything. And now uh, some of our, our personnel here have uh, started to get some splitting headaches uh, whenever we try to care for him. The officer, Lawrence, the human officer in command says, and now the kid's uh, not only rambling, uh, but he's got some sort of little uh, uh, field going on him around as well, some sort of little force field that he's activated. It's crazy. Dr. Pastuza, you walk into the room and you can see there are two beds uh, in this room and on the far bed by a giant uh, window that takes up the whole wall, uh, you see there is a, a young boy, human boy, who uh, looks uh, kind of disheveled, though he does have a medical gown on and he is uh, asleep but rolling around uncomfortably, like almost in a bad dream. You can see very unusually around him, just as you enter the door, there is a field of energy around him about a foot off from his body, like a contoured bubble that roughly matches his shape. Uh, it is slightly light purple in color, but mostly clear. And then there's little white floating bits that kind of just fall within the field like dandelions drifting down in the wind. You've never seen anything like it before. Is there like a pencil or like a small like inanimate object? Sure. I'll, pi I'll pick up a pencil and uh, poke, poke it. 
All right, you pick out the pencil and poke it. There is a sound and the field expands quite a bit and launches you back across the room. Those of you out at the nurse's station see the rat folk Dr. Pastuza come sliding out, <laughs> making little screeching, little, little, what is it? Like uh, squeaking noises on the, on, the, on the clean floor. You are hit with a mental assault difficulty two. Make a willpower difficulty two. Oh, shoot. Ooh. You got this. I'm spending two threat to enhance this if you fail. Uh, one, one, one success. You have failed. I'm spending two threat to add a bunch of damage to this. Two threat. Two threat. God bless it. All of them failed. I did one point of <laughs> mental damage only. Whoa! Did you use the pencil again? How do you know? Every time. <laughs> Standard first move. Dr. Phil's every time. Is the pencil still in my hand? No, the pencil is gone. <laughs> it, it, like, yeah. Just uh, also, <laughs> the other bed that was near the door got pushed aside. The dividing curtain got pushed aside. The bubble is now five feet out and does that little neo wobble before becoming a little bit more stable. So it's now five feet out. Uh, it ha and now there's machines that are tracking, you know, different vitals and cool scanner sci-fi things above them that are now sparking, and the lights in the room are now flashing. The boy is stirring uncomfortably again. Doctor, I need a special. Yes? No, <laughs> Doctor Gardane. Yes. Uh, I need a special hyperdermic and uh, an ultrasonic. A visceral mover. <laughs> Please. Uh, Way to sell it, Professor. And, and, and what is this for? I have a theory. A theory? <laughs> what? Theory. <laughs> theory. He <laughs> said German is so cute. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I make a persuade roll. I can do that. Yeah, go for it. I, I, that's not standard procedure. We just want you to protect us, and your your own off your own agent there has just flown across the room. Do I, do I roll one or two for two? I hope oh my goodness! Two. This is Tim's first roll of first the campaign roll ever of this kind of yeah. Um, one, that's one success, and I also get an automatic re-roll. So that's uh, still one. Second. All right. And so far, everyone has passed their first roll. Christopher is yet nice. to roll. Nice job. No pressure. She says, uh, all right, this is definitely unusual. And she produces the item whose name I've already forgotten and hands it to you. It was a uh, an ultrasonic visceral mover, visceral remover and a spatial hypo, hypodermic. Oh, of course. <laughs> um, he takes yeah, yeah. these and he walks over to ah! he walks over to Dr. Pills. Uh, what did you do over there? Just poked it. What do you think's going on? I've never seen anything like this. Um, but I think it it's it's uh, it doesn't make sense to me. Uh, I've never seen anything expand that large by just a mere touch. Is the boy I conscious? Have. 
<laughs> Is the boy conscious? He was stirring, but asleep. Uh, let me take a look at this monitors. And may I join you? Please. Uh, Velu, the mystic, and the professor uh, are entering the boy's room. That is Stuzo will scurry behind them. Okay. Zoma is uh, pressing on his communicator in his ear. Script? Script, come in. Yes, Zoma? Where are you? You are right behind me at the door. I am in basement. Yes. You are in basement? Yes, working on equipment. Is there equipment up there that needs worked on? Uh, there is m many equipments that could be using technical support. <laughs> Copy is my that. call important to you? <laughs> <laughs> Professor Feinglass overhearing this, this communication. Uh, yeah, uh, script. Please come assist us. Yes, I will come. Room three, a what? eight. One one three a. Eight one copy correct. <laughs> I don't know if I should tell him or not. Back in the room, the professor and mystic have entered. Uh, Velu, our mystic, uh, make an insight roll, and if you get bonus momentum on your roll, there is several different types of information you might be able to glean. Interesting. Don't forget, you can buy dice. Get dice, hero points, anything all you want, or just roll straight to two twenties. Uh, we'll reach out a little bit using some internal uh, power there, and I will add two more dice. How so? Uh, by wounding myself. That's mentally. only for spells. Oh, okay. This is an insight check. So you could spend group momentum, of which we have none. You can give me some threat to get dice, mm -hmm. or you could spend a hero point or roll straight. I think I'm going to give you a threat. All right. He's giving me one threat to buy an additional dice. So he's now throwing three dice, trying to get as many successes with three his dice. insight skill. He's got a this really a, good one. This is a mystic check, right? This is insight. Insight, insight, insight. Insight, insight, insight. That is giving me... He's getting Russian. I am getting a little Russian. So I'm gonna bring him insight, the check. Uh, insight is 19, blah, blah, blah. One success. Um, I want to re-roll. I have to re-roll all, huh? Using the hero point? Yeah, I'm going to use the hero point. Using the hero point. Re-rolling all three dice. Professor Fineglass leans down to uh, Dr. Pills. What do you think of these mystic? One, two. I've got... I like them. Do you believe they're really magical? Four. Have you uh, ever so seen one success two is no. needed? Just, nope. just one. So that's uh, three momentum. Wow, he went from one success to a total of one success plus three more beyond that for three momentum. You glean wow. all the information that I have here. Right. Are you, you spending this momentum? <clears throat> uh, yeah. Yes, if we're gleaning information. All right. Sorry, Sorry. folks. No, nope, you're good. You <laughs> identify this field as a type of magical energy that is mildly dangerous if not entered very slowly 
It is an energy that surrounds the boy, and then there's a momentary flash of negative energy that destroys the field momentarily and almost imperceptibly before the bubble reforms. So what looks to an outsider as fluctuating a little bit every few seconds is actually completely annihilating itself and instantly reforming that only you are able to perceive. Do I perceive that as being an attack against this nope. boy? Nope. Just seems an automatic every few seconds. There's a quick nanosecond of the sh effect. You believe if you start moving slowly right as this happens, uh, someone will be able to physically move uh, uh, their body or something into there without affecting the field. You also know if you fail, there'll be another mental assault, difficulty two. And you also know that if you stay too long in this field, it will start to generate negativity and that will be threat slowly over time that I will gain. Okay. And I think I should be at nine. Sure. You just gained a threat. He just, gave, he just gave that, you one. Oh, he did. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. You're right. Sorry. Take your I'm threat. new to this. <laughs> just take your threat. This is entirely unique. But not holy, so it's magic. Magic's it's magic. Not light energy. There's some dark energy involved here as well. It's possible to move into the field, but you wouldn't want to stay long. I would like to try. What do you need? Be my guest, magician. I just need to get a little closer. Try to make my way inside. You have okay. also, there's one last bit I forgot to tell you. Always with the last bit. Sorry. Uh, if you want, you can gamble, which I know you love. You can <laughs> risk triggering it uh, by trying to temporarily shut it, temporarily shutting it down with your mystical energy, a slight nulling effect. Uh, but that is risky. Difficulty two mystic roll. Back outside in the nursing station, we still have Zoma. And Ash, uh, the pilot, you see the a couple of the nurses holding their heads in pain. Uh, one of the officers is as well. And uh, the uh, main officer, uh, Lawrence, says, what's your take on this situation? I'm thinking we move the boy to uh, a more intensive area or we remove the boy entirely from uh, the hospital. This seems to be out of hand. I, I don't think you can contain it. How do we move him without risking uh exposing him to others you're prophets you're supposed to do everything and everything you can do any i've seen your movies before oh the mighty prophets save the day no no, no offense do you take me for cartoon character the officer nybron the other territory steps in between you i've watched the talkies too <laughs> horn to horn and says do you take me to be a cartoon character I take you to be an officer, and I am a prophet. Stand <laughs> back. Hey, fellas, I don't need to get in the way of measuring your horns here. <laughs> they perfect. are kind of touching and playfully just knocking each other back. It's called docking the horns, thank you very much. <laughs> steel to steel, okay? You use steel? But, uh... I, I think there might be a, a better way that we can talk this through. Uh, <laughs> are not known for talking. There's a chance that uh, we might be able to get, you know, like an automated 
wheel cart bed thing that we could remotely control so we could just let it drive itself and no one would have to be near the child but i would say that as he rambles on we're back inside the (laughs) (laughs) inside the room with with doctor with the doctor pills doctor pastuza the mystic and velu and professor uh, fine glass what are you guys doing you how how are you uh, going to get in there I tried. I poked it, and it threw me across the room. The pencil's the best tool we have. <laughs> Perhaps two pencils. <laughs> you on that side, me on this side. Uh, for this, it is a little different. It is reactive and protecting, though I can't really ascertain that. Help, says the boy, his eyes still closed. What, uh, what is your name, uh, boy? While he's saying, uh, Valu is going to try and constrict the bubble using his his magic to try and nullify it. All right, holding out a hand or so, and I'm, I think visually <clears throat> nothing happens, other than uh, like a little, like a balloon almost being pushed in and fading away. I need you to make a mysticism roll, difficulty two, so you need, which is not easy to do. And I can't use my mental to. You violate. can, because now you're I using your mysticism, yes. Uh, can't you give threat to roll another die? I, I can do that too, but I, I can tolerate a little, uh, little wound here. So. Be a little crazy. I'm going to try and solidly nullify it. Yeah. All right, so you're hurting yourself slightly with a mental wound to get an additional die? You're sticking one mental wound? No, I'm taking three. Oh, that's a little. Wound. How does that look like when you're hurting your head to, to he get? Takes that there's... pencil and pokes himself. <laughs> <laughs> Stop hurting myself, Stubborn. There is, a, in this particular case, there's a. Uh, if, if you had a FLIR lens on him, you'd see him warm up a bit. Oh. But you see kind of a, a rippling to the center portions of his uh, his cranium, uh, and. We'll go ahead and make this roll. Rippling like throwing like vein ripples, like, like yeah, like rub, rub. Kind of, not veins, uh, more like, uh, like uh, water muscles. droplets underneath a, a surface, if you will, kind I of thought, a trailing of. I thought that was veins. Okay, cool. Different, I was going to say like a effect. muscle spasm. Can I borrow uh, an extra totes? All right, he's chucking five dice, the most possible. He needs two successes to affect this field. successes all right that's one success plus three momentum beyond that uh you uh, i thought it was difficulty two so oh sorry you're right so two two yeah with two beyond that thank you very much oh uh so with those two bonus momentum you can bank them for the rest of the group or you can keep this down for much longer than temporarily for 15 minutes instead of just a few uh i'll bank one and i'll keep one for extending as much okay Boom, the field fades away and uh, recedes. There are little traces of it that appear almost like uh, mercury pools, but of translucent material, just maybe on the boy's leg for a second, then maybe on a foot and maybe on a hip. But almost all of it's gone, and you can approach right up to him and even touch him if you needed to. Professor Fine Glass says, Aha! 
I knew it I'd work. <laughs> <laughs> There's not much time. I will hold back what I can. Someone needs to talk to the boy. And quickly. Boy. <laughs> Jesus. I thought he was a chiropractor. Maybe not fine glass. You don't want Pastiza to do it. Boy. What is your name, son? Uh, you approach the boy and he squirms uncomfortably with his eyes closed. And he says, uh, the, 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 uh, uh, And he doesn't say much. We're here. We're here to protect you. The light. So much light. Where is the light coming from? Hearing that, Pastuza will shut the lights off. All right. The lights were flickering every so often, but now he uh, shuts them down. The room is much, much darker. Uh, Back out in the nurse's area, Officer Lawrence, the human, uh, turns to uh, Ash and Zoma. What the hell are they doing in there? I don't know, but now might be a good time to get the card that Ash mentioned. Do you think you can handle that? He says to the uh, other territory. <laughs> Masters of PR. <laughs> <laughs> Building bridges. Uh, also, your Android uh, script has now arrived. It took him a little bit longer because he went to the wrong room for some reason. Like the 3A81. Yes. <laughs> also, he's oh, in a candy spread. 3A1. <laughs> that makes sense. All right. Uh, back to the professor. Uh, he says, uh, it, uh, "Into the light, it, it, it's all around me." What? Where is this light coming from? Where is it going to? He says, uh, he, "He, he, he did this to me." Who? Who did this to you? Uh, Doctor, Doctor Gibbs. Why did he take me? Uh, I cannot answer that for you, but we'll get you. We'll get you back safe. Uh, are you are you with us now? No, it it hurts. Where did he take you, son? I don't know. Where do I go? It hurts. No. And Hello. I am going to spend one threat, and a burst of energy hits again, and his field blasts out and dissipates entirely. And all three of you are hit with a mental assault difficulty two. Make a willpower roll difficulty two, please. Does that have a sound or an impact that we feel outside of the room? You can feel the air pressure for sure, and it'll have some cool little superhero doom, doom. I'm using a bank momentum. Okay. This. Oh, oh, you oh, used it. Damn it. I only got one success. Okay. So. Can I spend a hero point for those? Yeah, I'm going to spend a hero point because I rolled um, zero successes. And I have things I want to give you. All right. That's our mystic as well. Keep your character sheet handy. Christopher, making a willpower roll. Difficulty two. Yeah, trying to see. I can't spend anything but Success. momentum on it. Barely. I can't use any of my mental because it's spell-based. I'm trying. I'm checking on a spell to see if I can use it as a reaction. I'm going to say no since right. it's taking a little too long. Success. Success. So Dr. Pazuza is fine. You are knocked and squeaked out of the room again. <laughs> what about Professor? He only had one success. Okay. The, and our mystic, Velu? Four successes. Oh, all right. Jesus. Do you want to use any of those for somebody else? You can do something cool or bank those. 
Uh, I want to do something cool. I'm trying to control the field, limit its effect on others, uh, and possibly remove it from the kit. Shoot possible. it out the window. How much then did you have? Three bonus? You... No, two, I had two, two bonus. Two yeah. bonus. Yeah, two. I keep forgetting that difficulty. I'll remind you. Um, you are able to contain it for just a few moments again as he is getting out of control. However, Professor Failed, you take one mental wound and you take two stress. Uh, and stress in this game two is... Stress? Uh, stress in this game is a, a method of uh, increasing their critical chance of failure. Uh, so it's another type of damage. Uh, so two stress. All right, boom! That goes out. You see Velu holding out his hands to try and contain the boy. He's ha- has him uh, uh, point at his open palms, point at the boy, trying to contain the field. You uh, have to be quick. Whatever you're gonna do, do it fast. You see two nurses come running in, uh, and something is definitely wrong. Both of the nurses shout almost in unison, protect the boy! And you can see their eyes are burning white with energy. You can't even see their eyes, just bright white light is shining out. And you can also see their hands are now, fingers are extended with white energy and they are charging into the room, attacking the two people still inside the room, which is the uh, Professor Fine Glass and our mystic Velu. If you can load up our combat there, sir. What is Does uh, my uh, interaction with the field require my full attention, or once it's done, I can redirect my uh, you, you can, you can, yes, what okay. you just said. And hold on, I know, uh, script, you had some things you wanted to do. Um. Well, I was just going to be working on equipment, but this is much more <laughs> interesting. Um, I mean... While that was going on, Script was trying to figure out why the equipment broke. So if he could find like a core reason that shorted the equipment. Okay. But now that this is going on, he's going to set obviously set that aside for uh, other activities. All right, here. fair enough. Oh, and I'm going to move you guys back here like that so we're on our battle map we have essentially uh, like a plus configuration of zones in our battle map on the east side we've got our uh, bed with the kid uh on the middle is a hallway where we have a uh, uh, script and dr pastuza and on the west side is the nurse's station with ash and our uh, rhino uh, zoma uh, the officer's there. He's looking stunned, trying to figure out what the hell's going on because there is another nurse here at the nursing station who is also wigging out and jumping at Ash. Uh, so we have uh, combat. Three nurses whose eyes are bright white, almost giving off like several inches of bright light and screeching and coming at you. Can I get a clarification real quick? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead. They ran into the room yelling, protect the boy. That is correct. I don't like that. Fine, yeah, Fine Glass draws his pistol. Fine Glass draws his pistol. Uh, you can see Fine Glass as you draw your pistol. I believe that's a minor action for us. Yeah. yeah. As you do that, you see that there, the energy, uh, white, bright energy uh, coming off uh, their hands, almost turning into a claw shape. Think like little mini lightsaber type things. Okay. And they are coming at you and Velu right now, after, screeching. After you. All right. All right. Um, I'll take a shot at 
the closest one to me. All right, this nurse. nurse who was helping out not too long ago, charging right at you, and you are blasting away. And I'm 2D, 2D20s? Ranged weapons, yep. Oh, shit. I rolled <laughs> a 1 and a 20. I rolled a 1 and a 20. <laughs> okay, so um, do you have any focus points in ranged weapons? Focus points in range. No. No. All right. So you get one success. That is a hit. Okay. Uh, and then you get to roll your damage. And don't forget the location. And, and there. You get a reaper. Are they ranged? We'll talk about that. Hmm? What is this ranged plus 2D? Don't worry about source? that. It's already been figured into your damage. Okay. So at oh, the shit. right arm, she gets two, four, six, seven. Jesus. That's wow. a. Big Was shot. She just uh, us? <laughs> <laughs> How many casualties, Professor? Do as, I, <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. With seven points of damage, uh, you blast away and take out this nurse, and this pristine, white, sparkling, glimmering floor is now spattered with blood all across uh, with that kill. Uh, however, uh, you also rolled a repercussion yeah. and I am going to have your weapon jam now. Okay. Uh, it is jammed. Who would like to go next? I would. I, I would. I'm going to spend a threat to interrupt. Since bad guys normally go last, I'm going to interrupt and have the nurse at the nursing station go hog wild on Ash, screeching, protect the boy, and come at you with these claws. Oh, gummy bears. And you're gonna run out of confections. Uh, the right. nurse <laughs> strikes you with a hit. This is my first NPC hit. None of the other guys on the train uh, hit you guys at all. Uh, you've been hit in the. Can I dodge? Too late. You didn't call it. In oh, the right arm for three points of damage and piercing through one point of soak. Oh. So that's all three points then. That's so close. Raking across your right arm. Oh. <laughs> well done. Good acting. Uh, <laughs> that was the big uh, attack on Ash, and you guys may continue with your initiative. Ash, what, what is happening? I'm about to punch a nurse in the face. <laughs> um, in the meantime... Uh... Here's... My information! <laughs> Script had been looking at the equipment to see if he could figure out uh, what had caused it to short out. Okay. Was there any information that he got? Didn't have in? enough time. All right. In that case, um, he's going to take a piece of equipment and um, try to bash a nurse with it. All right. You pick up a piece of equipment. That's your minor action, but you are not next to a nurse. You would need to move. I will do so. Okay. Which direction you want to go? Into the boys' room or into the nurse's station? Uh, into the boys' room. Uh, so I'm going to head to the east. And since you're so good at it normally, make an observation roll. Difficulty two. Rare thing to spot. I did not. Okay. I All had right. one success. Uh, and you head out east. Go ahead and move yourself. Uh, um, yeah, I'm going to head east, and I'm going to uh, try to attempt. Is there a non-lethal method to interact with people to knock them out? There's unarmed combat or using these blunt instruments that you've picked up. Yeah. 
this giant like yeah i'm gonna try i'm thing. trying not to kill this person okay specifically but. you're running up but your turn is done uh, don't forget we have these turn tokens in front to keep track of who's gone and who hasn't uh who wants to go next ash is gonna punch a nurse in the face and i'm gonna try to see if i can hold her down and grapple her it's a guy thank you very much it's so sorry it's i'm just not used to seeing that around these worlds it's a very very different age for me <laughs> he's a man out of time uh, can you vote too <laughs> can take, take a look over at nibron and go do you want to you want a piece of this and see if he can also get her oh uh, that is Good. Unarmed combat. Unarmed combat. That is two successes. Two successes oh. is a hit, so that's one plus two damage. Unless you have any melee bonus damage. Dice. Actually, I do. Uh, I am reckless, so once per adventure, I can add two extra damage. Okay, so this damage. is your once per adventure, and you're going to commit to destroying the skull, frontal skull area of this nurse. That sounds reckless of me. I don't think I want to. <laughs> Go that hard. Don't let me dissuade you. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll my normal unarmed, and I'm gonna hit her for three points of damage right in the head. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, there is a crack, and okay, you drop the nurse. Uh, you had made a uh, offhand comment to Nybron, Officer Nybron, the police officer, uh, to get in on some of this, and you see, yes, indeed, he does, as he is now holding his head in pain and bright light shooting out of his eyes. Oh, oh shit. jelly beans. <laughs> Who is left to go? Zola, look out. I take it he wants some of this as he's glowing red now. Um, Zoma, God. Zoma will just... These are baddies. I will... Yeah, they're possessed. I will attack the nurse who attacked my friend and pilot. Uh, um, that nurse has been knocked out. She's oh, she's down. Okay. He, um, sorry. He, he's sorry. He. Uh, well, then I have no choice. I will attack the territory in front of me no choice there are two police i understand um can you help me it's with the officer shot benefit is that an act a minor action that i take um to change the location yes no that's just a momentum you spend after you roll and if you, oh, okay. if you don't get the location okay. you like um okay in that case i will um we'll do a uh we'll go horn on horn here we'll just do full rampaging rhino um and i'll go for the go for the jugular all right uh, he's gonna dodge with one threat. Two successes. Then that's two plus four. So sorry, that would be two successes. No, it, it because he dodged, right? That was oh, difficult to change, and so, uh, so that'll change my damage, right? Oh, he failed miserably. Give yourself a bonus momentum on top of that. Okay, um, so we'll use that for damage. So three plus four. Um, Excuse me. You could share the wealth there too, buddy. Could. Thank you. Could put that it in the pot. Why, why would we put it in the pot? Uh, that's <laughs> no damage. I can re-roll uh, with my horn. I can re-roll one of those. Uh, so three points of damage with my moment, or two points of damage. Excuse me, with my momentum to. Uh, to where? I can move this. Uh, so three damage because of the, sorry, because of the one damage. I keep looking at my grenade. Okay. Uh, and I'll move with my called shot and momentum to the head. To the head. 
Um, he does not have any protection on the heads. How much damage did you do? Uh, three. Total. Three. You gore him badly in the neck side of the neck. Blood is squirting out, but he is still enraged and fighting. Yep. I believe that's everyone for this round except for Doctor Bastuza, who is going to uh, be delayed. Oh, our Mystic Velu. Uh, Velu expending one mental wound and uh, one built momentum. To do what? One uh, brute momentum. To do what? Uh, to uh, <clears throat> uh, one of the beds in the rooms uh, <clears throat> breaks apart. And each piece flies in each kind of direction and flies towards uh, the standing nurse. Okay. A little telekinetic goodness. Jeremy, are we in combat music? We should be. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Totally now in nice. combat music. Patties. Uh, that's uh, four <laughs> successes. Uh, I did not declare a dodge on this nurse, so yeah, that's three bonus momentum. Uh, let's bank two. Yeah. Put some momentum back. We bank two for the group for them to use later. Player. Uh, and we will do this. Bed comes flying across the room, hitting the nurse. Is is this the, the patient's one. bed? The boy's bed? No, no, no. A rando bed okay. in the room. The other bed. <laughs> uh, that is two. Uh, I can spend a momentum to reroll damage. Uh, I don't know what's on our chart. I can't remember. You guys remember? Yes. So what are you looking for? Do I spend a momentum to reroll any number of dice? All the dice? Reroll damage. Reroll yeah. damage dice, yes. Any number of damage any dice. Number. Any number. For how number. much? One. One momentum? Yeah, there you go. Okay. That's something to keep in mind, Alistair. You had some low damage. Momentum to reroll. Okay. I gave you two, by the way, on the uh, board. I took one away. Oh, you did? You just spent one. You spent one. Oh. Because you're rolling it right now. Yep. Thank you. There we go. That's juicy. Uh, two, four, six, seven. Uh, this is all to the torso. So the bed picks up and just boom. And for those of you wondering why Seth keeps saying Jesus, he's the group healer and he's seeing how much damage the system can put out at times. And it's a little intimidating. All right. <laughs> That's not the only reason I'm concerned. And that was all to her torso. All right. Big torso hit. Boosh, you slam this nurse uh, against a wall, and uh, she crumples to the ground unconscious. That is the last nurse taken out. There are only three NPCs in this hospital wing right now. It is two officers that we mentioned before. One's in the nursing station, just got gored a little bit. There's the other officer, Lawrence, who's uh, down near an elevator, and he's uh, racing in towards Dr. Pastuza in just a second. And there is also the Dr. Gadane. Uh, she is in the nurse's station, crumpled down, covering her head, but you do not see any light coming out from her eyes. She seems to be just taking cover. So there are two bad guys left to go, and they are the officers who have light coming out from their eyes. The Territor officer, Officer Nybron, uh, is attacking with his nasty claws. Dodge. You're going to dodge? Yeah. All right, that gives me one threat when you try to dodge. I'll allow it. <laughs> Roll your acrobatics. Roll your acrobatics. Moving out of the way. 
success one success he swings and would have hit but misses with your dodge nice. uh, you nice. barely get out of the way and his claws rake a section may um, i choose where i dodge or no okay. uh he destroys a little computer medical computer with a slash there's another officer officer lawrence the human he's down by some elevators he comes running into the uh, hallway between everything right at dr pastuza mm -hmm. and he comes attacking you uh, with uh, his claws as well. Can I use a mom I have to use I can't use a momentum to dodge, right? Are you sure you can buy dice from it? No, I to give dodge. you threat but I, ha I bank two momentum I have two personal momentum I can't <coughs> use those to dodge, right? You can use those for any purpose you want. Okay, so <laughs> I want to dodge. Okay, so you want to dodge mm -hmm. and so that would be giving me a threat and then making an acrobatics roll. Or do you want to increase his difficulty flat out? Increase his difficulty. All right, that costs two momentum. You want to use your own? Yep. All right, he has nice. two difficulty now to try and hit you. Here he goes. <laughs> You're so tiny. Total mess. <laughs> Just ducking between his legs. He comes swiping. Ah, protect up. Swings and misses. They are all done. Last to go is the doctor himself. Uh, I'm going to run into uh towards the uh, bedroom number two um yelling they're trying to protect the boy protect the boy don't harm the boy and uh that's probably all i can do all right can you make it is, two is white spaces light out of uh, pastuza's eyes no be, okay. be, <laughs> just checking my uh minor major minor major to get okay. there. and then a cheat to screen what i screen yeah um New round. New round. New yep. Round. Lose one uh, group momentum and go. So um, there seemed to be something that caused the light to go out in one of the nurse's eyes. No. 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 Yeah, life. We're still, we're still <laughs> lighting. Life went out. Wasn't there one of them that, like, the light was not in their eye? They were taking cover? There's someone no. behind Dr. the Dr. Gadane. Dr. Gadane. Yeah. She's, She's taking cover uh, of the nurse's station. She wasn't station. affected. Yeah. Okay. Holding her head at the moment. Yeah. Um, script is in front of a nurse, and he's gonna try and there like, no or no, somebody. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, that nurse got bedded to death. Okay, bedded to unconsciousness. No, so dog. Ah, uh, let's restrain your friend there. Okay, I will try to restrain the equally sized rhino. All right. Um, Make an unarmed combat roll, and we'll do verses on this. Okay. Let's see how muscular we can get. Um, we'll go 11. Oh, son of a. I got one success. I got none. You got nothing. He is able to restrain you. Mm. But Dodge. something <laughs> cool happened. He rolled a uh, repercussion, a failure. What would you like cool to have happened? Uh, he will strangle me. Um, that, so that's oh, a different no, kind negative. of repercussion. Repercussion. What is safe words? We'll do that uh, wrestler pinning thing on the shoulder to shoulder, you know. Uh, and he'll he'll headbutt me, and then I'll just kind of smirk because he hit the steel tip of my uh, horn, and I'll head 
headbutt him back. Okay. Uh, you guys so headbutt no each damage. other. He still has a grab on you. I'll say yeah. what that happens is he has set up anyone else in that region for a big bonus uh, by distracting him. Yeah, I got this. Now is the time. Ash is going to step in and clock Nosaraga right in the face. Okay. Wait, what? Gonna clock him in the face. Oh, no sorry. Sorry. No, Yeah, right. why? <laughs> why? <laughs> they all look the same to me. <laughs> <laughs> We'd say the same about you, Kumi. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I'm going to go in. Do I get uh, an aim assist, or is it just... Uh, do I get any bonuses? Yes, to, to hit you roll one die Zoma for unarmed combat as a bonus to help him out. As a Just bonus? one die. Just a free thing. <laughs> not a good thing. Not enough? All right. Uh, much worse than not enough. You rolled a 20? Oh, God. Uh, I got a success, but I feel a little funny. I'll use a hero <laughs> point if it's not too late. You can use a hero point. I'll use a hero point. Using a hero point that. to re-roll the one... 20 assist yeah, roll to get I, off of that repercussion. I don't want that to be a bad one. Okay, six, uh, wait. Mm, not a success. I okay. still failed. So one success. One success uh, is enough. Uh, Seth, I show I have six threat currently. Uh, so I'm swinging really hard, so I'm going to be a little we'll reckless out. with this punch. Punch upside the head of the officer. I get right in the head, and I'm going to swing with... Make sure there's no re-rolls for unarmed. Good there. Yeah, uh... Three points of damage right to the head. To the head is not enough. You crack him upside the head, but he is still conscious and still grappling. Who else is left to go? Uh, Script is preparing, uh, basically guarding the way to the boy, um, because there's like one person down in the lobby. I haven't actually gone yet. He actually moved up north. Okay. Um, and he's just kind of watching. No, you grabbed. You went to grab oh, to try. Yeah. Yeah. So he's basically protecting Pastusa, Fine Glass, and um, Velu. So you're gonna block anyone coming through? Yeah. With your metal uh, pole on wheels? Yeah. <laughs> with the rather like toaster-like piece of equipment. Oh, yeah, hanging off of it, going. Bing! Uh -huh. All right. Uh, who else? Um, what I do after you? Am I still? Nope. You're ready to go. The... Hmm. Uh, Fine glass runs out to where this other territory is. Um, he really wants to restrain him. What? What? But, where are you going? <laughs> but keep him conscious so that we can figure out if he's actually trying to help protect the boy or if he's actually trying to like. Like who he's trying to protect the boy for. Basically. All right, so you have your android script planting both feet boldly like out of 300, holding out his, his melee weapon of medical woman ready to defend you, and then you just run right yep. past him into the Pardon enemy. me. <laughs> so Son of a bitch. What's this dude's deal? <laughs> fine, uh, gla fine glass, you're sprinting. You're going you're gonna to double run out. So, yeah, I guess I am. One, two... Two will get you out there. You have a minor action still left. You're I'm right in front of Officer Lawrence. He's pretty fast for a wrinkly little guy. <laughs> um, and I'm going to use a hero point to then get over to the territory with another oh, action. Oh, all right. When I use a hero point, I get to add a momentum to the pool. That's a racial ability. Nice. Nice job. Um, so you just ran crazy fast. I did. Okay. Who else is next to go? <laughs> <laughs> what about Fine Glass? <laughs> oh, 
the, 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 the lack of better term, the force field is still down. <laughs> force field, there's no sign of it. There's no sign of it. I can kill all your mental I'm going to interrupt spending one threat. <laughs> I'm going to interrupt spending two more threat. Total of three. I only have three threat remaining, unleashing a special ability of kaboom, a concentrated blast from the boy who says no and blasts out at people within the bed or area he is at, which is the Mystic Velu. Velu's trying to absorb the energy. Oh, you're going to absorb the energy, all right. <laughs> Dr. Pills. What's Pilsner's in there, too. Yeah, no, but it's only, it's oh, very concentrated. Right. Ah. Uh, he hits, uh, where is he at? Yeah, he hits... Uh, with all of that threat, ooh, sorry, I've lost it, I lost it, I lost it. Uh, Velu, there it is. Uh, with a huge blast, you uh, are sent flying out east across the room and hit the big uh, concave wide window that makes up the entire wall and take uh, two points of damage as it shatters and you go flying out. Uh, and that two points of damage goes to your right arm. And the mystic goes flying out like Mace Windu and goes oh, out the no. window and falls out the third story window. I didn't make my resistance. And <laughs> we'll end it there for tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Takes only two points of damage um, to the torso when you hit the ground, the, the wonderful Damn. landscaping outside. <laughs> Shunk! Goodness for Topiary. The gravity is not as strong on this planet. <laughs> Dr. Pastuza, you may continue your action. You do know you do now see the boy is no longer moving, having expended a great amount of energy. Before you do anything, by just uh, can I see I mean I'm a doctor, I should be able to see is he physically afflicted? Is he like physically harmed at all? Or is this all like mental that's going on? Uh you would need to spend your whole turn examining him with yeah. a quick over okay. Uh make a uh treatment or medicine roll. And this is difficulty zero, you can't bank anything, just can you get lots of cool information? Zoma's still struggling with the run of what is going on in there, Doctor? <laughs> two, two successes. All right, so two bits of information that you get, uh, two levels of information. Uh, he has only minor scrapes and a couple minor bruises, no physical damage whatsoever. Uh, he is also no longer has any force field around him, and uh, he is also dead, has no pulse whatsoever. Mm. His left arm just okay. draped off of his bed. That leaves Velu left, I think. I've got no means to go, but uh, to just spend a moment, momentum and try, try to make my way up. Go back through the lobby. Yeah, burn that <laughs> momentum. It's gonna. Yeah. You can't. Sure. Uh, I can think of a way now, actually. You have teleport. You have teleport, dude. Your oh, race. I can do that. 
then that would not burn that momentum. That would give you threat. A threat to trigger racial teleportation ability. That's why Tom. Uh, that's cool. why Tom. <laughs> <laughs> How oh. many threat? Oh, uh, you get one. Do this <laughs> no, I just realized it just now. He gets one, and that's where the uh, banked one is returned. Nope. Uh, and, yeah, Velu will teleport up and in the window. But teleporting, reappearing, <laughs> does he leave, like, bubbles behind when he goes? Uh, it, 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 the, the space where the glass had shattered and all that just kind of fills the space and then separates quickly, and Velu appears in the middle. Velu reappears. as your standard action? Uh, that would be a standard That would be a movement. Yeah, movement. so that's a minor action. You still have a ma uh, standard action to do. Also, the boy wakes up and blasts you out again. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. With the momentum to burn, if you want it. Uh, is there an end? And stay close to your mics, guys. Uh, there is. There are some officers out. Out west. You hear scuffling. Am I able to aim at them? Save the boy. Through the wall. Uh, you can see there's an open door. Tracks. Oh, there's okay. There are two zones away. Uh, the healthiest of them. No, actually. No. Uh, yeah, so I will open up with a, an attack. Doing your strike ability, yes. telekinetics? Telekinetics. What kind of object is being flung? Uh, I'm, I'm not one it's... for... Well, I am one for recycling. So the bits and pieces pull out of the nurse and fly. <laughs> <laughs> Bed remnants. I was just thinking you were going to steal it out of no, Scripps' hands. He's like, I'm ready for... The nurse is not impaled anyway, but I used the same bed to just wall up these. All right. These two. Uh, however, it does split. Um, so I'm going to. And take a look at the map so you understand where the enemies are at. There's one two zones away, another one three zones away. Oh, the one two zones away. All right, that's that's poor Officer Lawrence, the human. Yeah, I can do that. Here we go. A critical and two successes, so two. Uh, I get a free momentum, which will move it to medium. So you hit the range? I hit the range. Uh, I hit him. He's difficulty one. Uh, I will uh, add a damage and... Oh. You can bank one, so it'll only drop to one. Yeah, and bank one. Okay. So you so bank one and do an extra damage. Roll that damage. Rolling. And location. And then it's the enemy's turn. This will be two plus. Is one, two, three, four, five, six. And dice on the fire. Left leg. Six points of damage to the left leg? Yep. All right. Six points of damage uh, is dealt. You hit him. Chunks uh, smash up against him, and uh, there is bludgeoning damage. There's a crack of some rib and some blood. He is dropped, but then not. He doesn't quite fall, and he stays on Stay his feet. Stay down. And it is their turn, and he charges straight into the boy's room, straight at all of you, particularly those of you near the boy. Unfortunately for him, in his badly wounded state, there's an android who's been waiting all this time. Hello. <laughs> you may interrupt. Don't miss. This would be so sad if you miss. He's not dodging in any way. You just need a difficulty one. Close combat roll. All right. Uh, one success is enough. And right arm, what is unarmed combat here? How many it, dice am I rolling? Uh, let's do one plus three dice. You need to do a, a based on where you hit, just a little bit of damage. Probably 
three points of damage. Is enough. Describe that. Take him down, as we say. <laughs> um, he's basically, well, kind of comes at him sideways, hits him in the right arm, just kind of compresses that arm, sort of he falls down, and as he's coming down, Scrip grabs him and sort of just tucks him down with him and sort of like, like doesn't let him hit the ground as hard as he could, but just like, just like sets him down on the ground and be like, shh, you're okay. You're okay. Stay down. As you're choking him like a droid or something. <laughs> just stay down. <laughs> Cleanse all humans. You're okay. Uh, we come in peace. There is a nether officer, the last combatant who has been locked uh, uh, arm to arm with Territor on Territor. He is going to finally return the favor, and we're going to get the first horn attack on you, sir, uh, as uh, the officer strikes. God bless America! I lose two threat with a repercussion. Oh, no. <laughs> He strikes and tries to headbutt and tries to headbutt, but somehow you dodge with your head weaving every blow and nothing happens repeatedly. It is a new round. You guys lose one momentum and uh, can go. Let's start in the nurse's station if we can. There's a couple people there. We had a professor running his ass off to is, get there. Is Nibron still claws and He has claws lights. and he's locked arm to arm with your uh, soldier, uh, Zoma. Um... Uh, Flying Glass tries to put him, wants to attempt to put him in a chokehold. Okay. Make an so unarmed you're, combat. You're getting in between the two that are Roman gra grappling. And, and like, he is going to try and dodge the hell out of this. Okay. Roman rhino grappling. <laughs> rhino Actually, grappling. Spending, spending one threat. Russian rhino grappling. That is uh, zero. If I spend a hero point, do I get to reroll both or just one? Both. All. All. All dice, yeah. I'll spend my second hero point. Another momentum in our pool. Um, you can use that momentum to add a third die, too. Could. I have one success. Okay. Um, with one success, he only got one, and players win ties on dodges, so you succeed. Uh, you were trying to grapple him down? I, I want to, I wanna, yeah, try and get him in a chokehold. Make it just an overall one plus two dice damage roll and just to get a sense of how much choking that you do. Three. Is great. Can you describe how this happens, mm -hmm. my mushroomy professor? <laughs> I may have been out of the field for a while, but I'm back. And uh... can, can your battle phrase be, shiitake? <laughs> 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 um. <laughs> That's assault, my dear. <laughs> yeah, it just uh, kind of gets him, gets him in a in a hold there. Now stay still. We have some questions for you. Uh, he is out, unconscious. Everything is quiet. There's the little beep, beep noise of a machine. There's tinkling glass from the giant window that someone was thrown out of. There is. Blood sprayed across like like a murder scene that has actually happened, and multiple knocked out personnel. Uh, the doctor, uh, Gadane, stands up and says, "What's happening?" 
Don't worry, the prophets are here. <laughs> and we will stop there for tonight. Thank you so much for joining us here uh, on our inaugural, inaugural on our first uh, episode here of season four. We're off to a fantastic, delightfully weird start already. Um, uh, thanks again to uh, everyone who put in a lot of effort here to get this season uh, off and going. There's been a lot of art, a lot of technical uh, work, people doing a lot of support from our loved ones as well. Uh, we love bringing this to you. Uh, feel free to uh, check out the, our website, ingloriousbards.com. Uh, we have uh, links to uh, all our different uh, uh, sources. You can watch the show. Uh, YouTube, you can see the video. You can watch us live on Twitch every Tuesday, 6.30 p.m. Uh, on Tuesdays. And you can help support the show on Patreon at patreon.com slash ingloriousbards. Uh, thanks so much, and we will see you next time. Good night. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.